And this is The Real Model Talk, where I bring the mentors to you. In every episode, I will feature an exclusive and honest interview from a pro in the industry. Together, we will explore every aspect of modeling from the ground up. Hey everyone, today we are speaking with Adam Davis. He is a male model here in the DFW Texas area who has a lot of experience working on different sets for different commercial acting and modeling work. And he has a lot of really cool, creative editorial work on his page, on his Instagram page. So if you haven't seen that yet, definitely check it out after this message. But I am learning about Adam just as much as many of you will be today. So we are all going to learn about his different experiences and insight on the industry. Adam, if you will go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in modeling. Okay, so my name is Adam Davis. I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio. And um, I always lived there until December of 2016 when I moved here to Dallas. And the way I got started in the industry was it was on accident, actually. So I was had just moved to Dallas. I hadn't seen my family in Ohio in about eight or nine months. And I flew to Ohio to surprise my little brother. And the video went viral on Twitter. And they ended up interviewing me on like Good Morning America, uh, World Star. Daily Mail, ABC, like a bunch of media outlets. And I got reached out to a bunch of companies saying, hey, can we shoot you? Do you want to try shooting? And I had never really thought about modeling before. Um, So I gave it a shot. And ever since then, I've been in front of a camera. So that's how I started. That's really awesome. So you kind of got discovered in a way as other people kind of are. So are you mostly freelance or have you looked into being with an agency or anything, or have you just been getting enough work that you're like, I don't need an agency? So, um, I'm actually signed to Grogan. It's an agency in Dallas, like downtown, but I was mainly doing freelance, um, up until I want to say the summer of 2019. That's when I got signed to Grogan. But it's been an experience. I like freelancing. Um, I still freelance, but I really enjoy that part because you get to be more social. You get to meet people, you get to interact, you get to network. Um, and then you get to work with them again in the future, hopefully. Yeah. What do you like about working with an agency? What are the pluses for that? I would say the plus about working with an agency is they find you, you know, good work. Um, the gigs are usually a lot bigger than a freelance and I would say they, they prepare you. They sign you up for classes that you need in order to, you know, do commercial acting or, you know, reading scripts or just posing in general. So uh, that's what I like about working at an agency. Awesome. And um, how would you say your career has changed since signing with an agency? Um, I would definitely say that it opened a lot of doors as far as like talking one-on-one with directors. Um, I booked a lot of commercials. So I I did a commercial for like TXU. Um, I worked with Solange Knowles, Beyonce's sister on set. Um, I did a commercial with uh, Whataburger. 
I've been on set with Netflix. So that that's definitely been a game changer working with an agency. I don't think I would have been able to found, find those gigs, you know, working as a freelance by myself. Yeah. Did you seek out the agency or did they kind of discover you as well? It was a little bit of both, actually. So um, I was at the grocery store and I was just in line and I was talking to this lady and she asked me what I did. And I was like, oh, I model on the side. Um, and she was like, oh, she's like, really? So she ended up sending me the contact information for the agency and I applied and then they reached out to me about a week later. And then I went to the office and boom, I was signed. That's awesome. How did that process look? What was it like? Um, so I went into the, I went into the office, I brought my headshots and my resume from like previous work and she talked to me, got to know me a little bit. Um, then she took my measurements and then, uh, she's like, Hey, she's like, well, I'm going to show your information to, you know, one of the directors there. And about, I guess the next night they reached out to me via email, told me to come in and get my headshots taken and I, that I was signed and I signed the paperwork. Very cool. Very cool. And did they have you update your portfolio at all? Yeah, they, they had me update my portfolio. So I had to get, um, commercial uh, headshots and I had to get acting headshots and I never knew that they were two different things. So one of them, you're not smiling. And then the other one, you are smiling. So for actor headshots, I assume you're smiling. Yes. Yeah. You're smiling. Model headshots. You're not smiling. Not smiling at all. Is that only for males or is that for both male and female? I think it's, um, more for males. They don't want you smiling, but I've seen with a lot of women, they, they're smiling on both. Yeah. That's what I was just thinking about that. I was like, I've never noticed that. Interesting. So you said you've done a lot of stuff on set and you've done a lot of commercials. Is there any like on set etiquette that you would tell like new models that they need to know about before going out there? Um, I would definitely say don't, don't pull your phone out. I've seen too many people get sent home because they pull their phone out to record everything. I mean, it, it's okay to take pictures. Maybe if they, if they say you can take pictures, but I would just, I wouldn't pull my phone out. Or if someone on set is famous or a celebrity, don't get starstruck. Uh, you know, just treat them like a normal person. Say, Hey, don't ask for pictures. Um, like I said, I've seen a lot of people get sent home and I'm like, man, uh, I wish they didn't do that. Yeah. But yeah, that's what, that's what, <laughs> that's what I would say. Don't do. Um, I would say introduce yourself to the director, you know, walk up to him if he's free or if there's like a break where everyone's eating lunch, walk up to him, introduce yourself, shake his hand, make sure he, you know, he makes eye contact with you. He knows you and you never know. He might reach out to you again for another project or once you introduce yourself, I feel like that director has his eyes on you to see, you know, what you're going to do, how you're going to perform that day. Yeah, that's a really good point. Definitely. Is there... I mean, considering, okay, let's say you were an extra and you don't really have much um, interaction with the cast or with the crew, you know, how do you identify the director? You know what I mean? And how do you identify also that good moment to do it to where you're not interrupting something? Because I know they have so much on their mind that it's like you mm -hmm. don't want to go and interrupt them at a bad time. Or So I would say definitely don't do it like while while everyone's filming um the best times i think to do it are when it's downtime when everyone's kind of just like setting up getting ready um you can i what i did for my first time introducing myself to a director 
Um, we're on set. I was an extra uh, for it was a Facebook commercial in Austin, actually. And I was an extra. And I saw the director. I asked the people. I was like, hey, who's the director? So they pointed at him. And I was like, oh, OK. So I kind of just like kept my eyes on him a little bit, like not creepily. But uh, mm-hmm. I like watched to see like when he would be free. And I was helping set up. And then I, I kind of like made my way over there strategically. It's like, hey, you know, I'm Adam. Nice to meet you working on set. And then he kind of told me who, who he was. And he was like, glad to have you on set. And I was like, glad to be here. And um, that, that was pretty much it. And I ended up working with him again as like uh, a lead, like four months later. So very awesome. And was it because you went ahead and took that step to introduce yourself? I, I would. I think so. Yeah. I think when you introduce yourself, it sticks in people's minds, especially if you make a good first impression. Yeah, that's a really big point because I there are not that many people out there that are going to take the initiative to do that. Yeah, um, I mean, just don't be shy. Just go up there with confidence. Uh, don't stay there too long. You know, make it brief, but still at the same time. So he remembers he or she remembers who you are. And then that's it. Very good tip. Very good tip. And what was your favorite job you've done so far? Oh, oh. Well, okay. I'll narrow this down. (laughs) What's your favorite commercial job you've done so far? My favorite commercial job that I've done by far is TXU. The set was super fun. It was actually, they got like an Airbnb in Dallas. Um, and everyone on set was so nice, so friendly. Um, it was a quick shoot. It was about an eight-hour shoot. I know that doesn't sound quick, but a lot of commercials are usually like, oh, man, like double that, like 15 hours, 15 to 20 hours. But it was a quick shoot. Everyone was nice, friendly. The food was, like, phenomenal. Um, and the environment was amazing. We were supposed to be, like, at a party, a house party, and it really felt like a house party. So it was pretty fun. That's very cool. And I like that you pointed out the food. There's always food on set. That's good. Yes. Oh, yes. Are you careful? Okay. So I did have this question written down for you. So I know and I'm kind of going off track. So I know as models, we are expected to look groomed, especially for me, females, at least I know, you know, we got to have our nails groomed, our facial hair groomed, skin soft, so on. So do you have any tips or image maintenance tips for male models? Um, I would just say make sure you keep a good haircut and make sure you have a good skincare uh, routine. I mean, it doesn't have to be extravagant. It could just be a good face wash and a good moisturizer. Moisturizing goes a long way. And keep your nails clean. Uh, I've seen a lot of people come on set and they have like they'll have like long fingernails, but there'll be dirt underneath their nails and it'll show back up on camera. And, you know, they can't use those shots. So you have to redo it. So I would just say for guys, make sure you have a nice haircut. You know, your face is clean. You know, you don't have a lot of like loose hair on your face Um, and just nails. Make sure those are good to go. Awesome. And what made me think about that was that you said the food on set. And um, I was actually talking about this with my cousin the other day. She is getting into nutrition. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, it's crazy because as models, you know, we have this image to maintain and whatever. And we do need to keep our body, 
our body is healthy. Everyone does. But then we get on set and they have all this food and it's like <laughs> M&Ms and chips and meat trays and cheese trays. And it's like, none of this is good for me. Like it tastes good, but it's not good. So do you have any tips as far as that goes, like being on set and making those food choices? Um, I, I would say usually it depends on how tired I am, honestly, like how long I'm on set. Um, sometimes like every now and again, I'm like, oh, I don't care. And I'll just eat anything. But usually I try to stick to like something light. I make sure I get a water. Just I don't know. Water makes me feel better. It makes me feel better about my decisions. I don't know why, but I usually yes. get a water. I get a water and then I'll get like one sweet thing. And then the rest, I try to get like a pretzel. They usually have pretzels on set or like a peanut or a cashew. And then I'll get like an Oreo, like a pack of Oreos or cookies, whatever they have. That sounds like a very well-rounded diet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know like um, I don't know how it is for guys, but I know for girls like we're told, you know, salty snacks, like watch anything like pretzels on set because it's going to make you bloated or things like candy or soda is going to make your skin break out. I mean, that's not going to happen immediately, but you do have to watch that overall, just knowing that you're going to be on camera. Yeah, that's true. So before I got sidetracked, I was going to ask you, I, you know, since I was creeping on your Instagram and obviously I thought you were freelance, I think because, um, most of the photos, it seems like on your Instagram are from like collaborations or just, you know, fun work that you've done and set up with yourself and friends and stuff like that. Um, do you not have any of like your paid work? on there because you're like not allowed to post it on there or you just like you said you're not taking your phone out at those shoots what's the Um, deal with that i would say i usually don't post paid work on my page i'll repost it on my story if the brand posted on their page and i'll tag myself like i'll be like oh i'm in this shoot or look at me stuff like that but i usually try to keep my page as like collaborations and helping you know, spread light to other creatives in the Dallas area or anywhere that I travel to. Definitely. I'm, that's what I noticed too, is like your page looks like editorial. There's a lot of your shoots, what it looks like. Yeah, that's my favorite style. Like editorial is definitely one of my favorite styles of uh, modeling and photography. You do pretty good at it. I mean, I... Not that males can't do editorial, but I was just kind of surprised that your whole page is editorial. You don't really have anything like basic in there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Has your page and all that collaboration work that you've posted on your page, has that gotten or led you to any new work? Oh, yeah. I get a lot of people that reach out like brands in the Dallas area. Like I'll get an email. I'll get a couple emails, you know, every I would say like every other week of people wanting to collaborate, um, on, you know, going, I actually have have to go to a spa tomorrow because they saw me on my page and they wanted me to come in and just do some shoots with them. So it's really, I would say Instagram is definitely a game changer in Mm -hmm. society today. I think that's how a lot of models get their work. How are you finding work before you signed with the agency? Mainly me uh, being on a Dallas uh, model page. So people will post like 
shoots for hire and I would like apply, essentially just send in like a picture of myself and my stats or I would use Backstage, the app. Oh, right. Um, Yeah. I mean, that app, I didn't think it was that good before I got the paid membership. But once I got the paid membership, I was like, oh, okay, I see. It's kind of worth the money. Mm hmm. Yeah, definitely. I got that app on Cyber Monday last year. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, well, two years ago. But yeah, that's when I got it. Yeah, I was at a um, I was actually at a Whataburger commercial shoot. I was an extra and I was just sitting at a table with this girl and we had to be acting like we were talking. So we were talking and um, she told me about that app. So that is a good, you know, networking at commercial shoots or any work that you do is definitely beneficial because you can learn a lot of stuff through talking to other people. Have you like booked any jobs through the people that you've met on set? Yes, I have. There was this guy actually, I forgot what set I was on. Essentially, he was telling me about acting jobs because I was it was right when I started getting into acting. And he was saying he was telling me that uh, hospitals like their schools, they need actors to pretend to have symptoms for their doctor program. And I was like, I never knew about that. And it's paid. So I ended up doing that. And it was like amazing. So you go in and you pretend to be, you know, whatever the sickness is that they want you to pretend to have. You go on with all the symptoms and you pretend to have it. And then the doctors have to diagnose you. And if they get it correct, then I guess they pass their test or whatever the quiz is. That's interesting. Yeah, that's see, that's something I would have never thought about that because that probably wasn't filmed, was it? That was just literally for them to be able to practice. Yeah, just for them to practice. Yeah. But you're having to act it out. Yeah, I I never knew that either. I was like, whoa, really? Yeah, that's interesting. Have you ever done any like promo work or promo modeling? Um, as far as like at a uh, at events and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I did it like I would say I've probably done it a handful of times. I did it at, like a hair show uh, before. I've been like barb, I guess a a hair model. Uh, okay. For, yeah, that that was pretty fun. I got a free haircut. That's always nice. Free haircuts are good. Oh yeah. Yes. Let me find where I am. So when you first started out freelance, kind of how did you learn like what to do and how did you learn like how to pose, how to model, like, you know, where'd you get your knowledge from and get on your feet? Um, I would say, I think a lot of it was trial and error and a lot of it was going to meetups. Um, trial and error as far as like, I would I would go to shoots and I would get pictures back when I first started. And I was like, oh, man, like, wow, why did I do that pose? So, (laughs) yeah, like I'll be like, wow, like I look back at some of the pictures now and I'm like, dang, like I used to pose like that. But I would come home and I would like practice in the mirror or I would watch stuff on YouTube of like models walking and posing. Um, I saw when I first started modeling, whenever a photographer would take a picture, I would keep the same pose. But now it's like clockwork. Like when when I hear the snap, I change my pose up. Mm-hmm. Like so, I, I think it was just time and practice, and also going to meetups. I saw how other models were posing. I was like, okay, let me let me try that. Let me do this. Um, or if I saw them doing something that I thought was cool but could get tweaked, I would do that. But you know, add my own you know flair to it. That's awesome. How did you find the meetups? So I started, um, 
I started just looking on the Dallas TFP page and I found meetups that way. And then once I started going to the meetups and got a little bit more established, um, other photographers would tell me like, hey, this meetup's here. Do you want to be a featured model? Or, hey, come check this meetup out. Or a photographer would say, hey, can you meet me at this meetup? And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. What does it mean to be a featured model? So a featured model is, uh, it means that you're one of the, the number of models that they have on the flyer for the event. Um, so they usually, to be a featured model, it usually means that you're a model that's pretty well known so that, you know, it makes other photographers want to come out and shoot and network. Um, so that, that's what it means to be a featured model. Does that mean you're getting paid to be in a featured model? Cause I've done a, a like meetup like that and I know that for me, I know they, you know, went ahead and paid me to come out there, I guess, as a featured model, but that's not what they called it. And then there are a lot of other models that came just to TFP. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've had some where I've been paid and there's been others where I haven't been paid. But, um, you know, the, the photographers are really good photographers. So I definitely get my money's worth, I guess, my time's worth with the great Mm -hmm. photos. But usually it's paid. That's awesome. And how would you say your modeling has changed like since you started to now? Um, like, like I just said earlier, um, posing, definitely. Uh, I would say when I first started, my posing was very basic. Um, it was kind of like hand in pocket, uh, straight face, smile, grin. Um, I didn't do a lot of like motions with my hands or you know, my posing with my shoulders or anything. Um, but now I would definitely say that it's, it's really good. It's pretty good. Um, just as far as different posing, uh, I I would say different styles. I think I had the same style when I first started, it was kind of like streetwear, streetwear, streetwear. Um, I didn't really take chances or any risk. Um, but now, I mean, I, I don't care what it is. I'll, I'll shoot it um, as long as it looks good um, to me and it's done good. Awesome. So I remembered just now that I did ask you, what's your favorite commercial work you've done? What's your favorite like print work or editorial work? Any of that collaborations or you know what I mean? Um, I would say when I got in Vogue, I actually got in Vogue like I want to say two months ago. Um Okay. It was it was a really fun shoot. Um, I, I wasn't expecting it to get in vogue. Uh, we were just having fun. I had, it was like we saw something on Pinterest where this lady had on like a red, like see through sheer cover over her face and the mm-hmm. sun was shining on her. And we kind of used that as inspiration. So we went to this like flower field in Richardson and we put over this like I had on like a white turtleneck. And we put on this like blue sheer thing over my head and I was just having fun posing and it it ended up getting in vogue and I was like, wow. Okay. That's very cool. Did that have any post benefits to you after being in vogue? Yeah. I got a lot of um, photographers that I had never spoken to before and wanted to work with. Like I think maybe four or five of them reached out to me wanting to shoot and it was like paid too. They didn't, they didn't just want to collaborate. I was like, wow. Okay, let's do this. Awesome. So, oh my gosh, 
So I recently had a photographer reach out to me that I have really liked his photos, really liked his work. And, um, I've just always been really impressed with it. And he reached out to me for a photo shoot and, you know, it was going to be paid. But then I was like, dang, like, I really feel bad taking this person's money because I actually really admire his work. Yeah. So in those, and like with your situation, did you go ahead and just like take the paid shoot or <laughs> since you said you really liked them, did you kind of work something out? Um, so what I, what I did was um, I, I accepted the paid shoots, but also since I love their work so much, um, most of the people that had reached out, um, if the shoot went really well, you know, I just reached out again to try to collaborate. Like after the shoot, I was like, hey, you know, we should we should shoot to, again sometime. Just collaborate. And, you know, they were down for that. So the that's second I, time around. Yeah, the second time around. But I usually take the paid the first time just to, you know, see how the photographer is, you know, their shooting style and, you know, just their personality just to see if, you know, it's a fun environment to shoot in. See, that's a really good point. And, you know, I wish I would have had this conversation before I turned down that money because, you know, I kind of felt silly at the time. I'm like, well, here I am not val- valuing myself. But I also just, like I said, I felt guilty, like taking the money when I know, like I've been following this person for a long time and really liked his work. And I've seen he's worked with some people that I'm like, I was just surprised when he reached out to me too. So, you know, what you're doing there, I think is awesome. And building that relationship with those photographers. Um, I met this really amazing photographer earlier, I think last year. And she reached out to me. It was a paid shoot and I did the first shoot with her paid. And then, um, she wanted to shoot again, but she was like, it'll have to be a little further out because, you know, I'm a student money, all those great things. And I saw the potential in her. She was a new photographer, but I could see that every time she had a photo shoot, like on her Uh feed, it just got better and better and better. So I got on the phone with her. I was like, look, you know what? I was like, as much as I want to take your money, I really see your potential here. And I would rather have like, you know, a collaboration relationship with you where, you know, if one of us has an idea we want to do, we can know that we can reach out to each other for that. Because, you know, you don't want to, you know, with those people that you're working with, you know, they're paying you that one time and you want to continue to work with them. But then it's like, well, next time I reach out to them, I'm going to have to pay them in that mindset. So you might as well just make that relationship with people. It'll help you out in the long run for sure. What are your goals in the modeling industry? Ooh, um, I would say my goal right now, I've, I've been working on trying to get on a Netflix like series. Um, I was in a documentary, but I want to be on a Netflix series and be like one of the leads. So I've been working with my agency on getting that done. I've been working, uh, with a, a talent scout, I guess. And I've also been like working on acting and going to different classes and taking a lot of classes. So I, I've definitely been working on that. And I also, I, I don't know if you would say this is a modeling goal, but I want to get mm-hmm. my son signed as well. He's uh, two, he'll be three in August. And a lot of like people have been reaching out about him, like shooting him. 
but I want to make sure he gets signed. That is definitely a goal. That's what I was talking about to my boyfriend yesterday. I'm like, because my cousin has the cutest kid. I'm like, she needs to be on Instagram, but I understand she's a girl and she's like, I don't want her exposed, um, you know, for everyone to be able to look at and see like that. So I get that point of view, but I'm like, if I had a kid and it was as cute as yours, I would be taking pictures, putting them on Instagram, (laughs) like hitting up brands, being like, check out my kid. Let's see what we can do with her. (laughs) (laughs) Do you kind of, have you ever done like any photo shoots with your son? Yeah, we've done like, oh man, we've probably done like four shoots together. I think three of them are on my page, but he has his own like personal Instagram and it's private, but he uploads, oh, I upload pictures for him. (laughs) (laughs) I upload pictures for him like every day. How old is he? He's a two. He'll be three in August. Do you kind of teach him like posing and stuff? Does he, is he receptive to it? Yeah. Yes. Like I didn't, I didn't know he watches me. Like I bring him to some, some of my shoots. And one day I took him to the Galleria. Uh, We had went to build a bear, build a bear. And he built a a dinosaur and we went out near the ice rink and I started taking pictures of him. And I'm thinking he's just going to keep the same pose. He put his foot up against the glass and then he like squatted down. And I was like, whoa, like, bro, who who taught you that? Like, it was crazy. That's really awesome. I bet that's exciting. Like be able to bring him there and kind of share those moments with you and let him just see that. Yeah. You're talking about like uh, being a lead in a Netflix film. Why Netflix specifically? Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be Netflix, but... I've always wanted to be on Netflix just because, I mean, I've been watching Netflix forever and they make really good series, like really good TV shows. So, I mean, I I would really be open to being on anything that's, I mean, it could be HBO Go, it could be on TV, it could be, you know, for Warner Brothers, it could be anything. But Netflix specifically, just because, you know, it, it could be a TV show and it could be, you know, it could have a long lasting effect. That's very true. And they are just coming out with new shows and movies constantly. I'm like, where are they filming these things? They yeah, just exactly. always have new series and episodes coming out. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a last couple questions. Ooh, a last few questions. What was the documentary, the Netflix documentary you were in? So it hasn't came out yet, so I can't uh, talk about the name, but it was it was shot in El Paso, Texas. Okay. And they were just showing they were, basically they were talking about the border and um, just the history of the border between Mexico and the United States and, you know, everything going on in, in society with ICE and, you know, mm-hmm. the child camps and everything. Are you allowed to tell us like what your role was in it? Kind of what you did? Uh, so I was just a guard in the in the film. Oh, okay. So, I, yeah, I had I had like. I want to say, I think I had about, I want to say five sentences that I, that I talk in. Okay. Does, like, after doing all this commercial work and film work, does it make you see things differently? Like, when you watch, see commercials or you watch movies, like, do you look at it from a different perspective now? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I learned something that was so crazy. So, I did a commercial at, like, where was it? It was, a, it was actually a photo shoot. Sorry, not a commercial for uh, a pie company in the Bishop Arts area. And I always thought that they put whipped cream on pie. They Mm -hmm. don't. They put shaving cream because whipped cream will melt. 
you know, while oh. you're taking the picture. I was like, whoa, I like, I was, it was crazy to me. And they usually have a makeup artist for food, like specifically for food mm-hmm. to like make the food look perfect when it's on TV. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know that. So every time I look at a commercial now, I'm like, oh, that's fake. Okay. That's, that's makeup. Yeah, it makes you kind of see things differently. You're like, is that really as good as it looks? I wonder. (laughs) Oh, yeah. For my last two questions, my first one, if you, I always ask, what's one thing you would say? Everyone always gives me like three or 10. But if you could (laughs) give one piece of advice to a new model, what would it be? Um, Just one? (laughs) I mean, do, do your thing. Okay, I would say don't be shy. Um, I think that's one thing I see a lot of new models do. They're shy. I mean, it's okay to be shy, but, you know, you got to come out of your comfort zone if you want to be a model or an actor. I mean, that's what you're doing um, when it comes to modeling and acting. So get out of your comfort zone. You know, talk to people, network. Um, Don't be afraid to, you know, do a shoot that's outside of your comfort zone. Um, I think when you box yourself in, that's when you don't grow. So in order to grow, you have to get outside of the box. You have to think outside of the box and do things that, you know, normal people wouldn't do. So that's what I would say you have to do. Awesome. And where can we find you online? Instagram, Facebook, whatever you prefer. Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, one butter. That's the number one. Then B-U-T-T-A-H. And that's it. Awesome. I will include that in the show notes so y'all can go check out all of his awesome work and continue to follow Adam's journey. Thank you so much, Adam, for uh, coming on today and sharing all of your wonderful insight on the industry. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Real Model Talk. If you enjoyed the show, do not forget to subscribe to stay tuned for upcoming episodes.